Hey, hey, hey! Heads up, bitches. Welcome to another episode of Cut the Shit. I am Christian Tucker, giving you just another idiot's view of the world. I will be ranting and raving about this week's crap that has caught my attention for its stupidity or its uniqueness or its newsworthiness, or at least what I deem newsworthy anyways. As always, don't forget to catch us on the web at www.cuttheshitalready.com. There you will find links to hit to subscribe to our podcast. Also, you'll find a link to Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at PLZ Cut the Shit, as well as Facebook. You can go to www.facebook.com forward slash cut the shit already forward slash. Got something good to say or pass along? Do it at any of these locations. Got some putrid shit to spew my direction? Do it there also, dirtbag. We welcome it all. Okay, so let's get this shit going, shall we? Well, all right then. Welcome to episode 16 of Cut the Shit. Today, let's discuss uh, guns, gun control, the Second Amendment, and everybody on the right and the left losing their mind over this fucking subject. So, like a couple of the past subjects, uh, it's kind of touchy. It's a touchy topic, but uh, you know what? We'll get into it. So, listen, it's, it's a firestorm waiting to happen, right? The left, they can't touch it without it blowing up on them. The right, they can't touch it without it blowing up on them. It's a volatile subject. Uh, you know, when you got the school shootings, you got that Las Vegas shooting. And by the way, whatever happened to that? Has anybody heard anything more about the Las Vegas shooter? Not a fucking thing. We'll discuss that maybe some other time. So with that said, discussion is good. Everyone needs to stop attacking others on the opposite side of the fence from them on this subject and just have an open and honest dialogue. By the way, I got Whataburger mustard on my shirt there. I don't know if the camera could pick it up. It kind of pisses me off. Mustard's hard to get out. <clears throat> so, you know, we need to have an open and honest dialogue, but that's hard to do, right? When we got those on the left who compare those on the right to Nazis and scream that they care more about their Second Amendment rights and precious guns than they do the lives of American kids. Listen, in all honesty, when people on the left shout that stuff, I don't think even they believe it. It's just, you know, it's a good way to put someone on the defensive, right? It's a good way to get that person off of facts and to fight on their level, an emotional level. Fighting on an emotional level in any argument, or really even in a hand-to-hand fight, is always the wrong way to go. Just look at boxers and uh, UFC fighters, right? If they get emotional in a fight, they get knocked the fuck out for being sloppy and undisciplined. When arguing with someone, the one who gets emotional and erratic is normally the one who is losing and in a desperate bid to survive. You know, they're trying to get you to come to their level. That's not always the case. I get pretty passionate and so forth with mine too. It's when I'm dealing with fucking idiots who aren't listening to the facts that I'm spewing at them. And instead they're relying on emotion, right? As opposed to logic or reason. I can get pretty passionate about that sometimes. So you then have uh, those that are on the right, right? They accuse everyone on the left of, you know, quote unquote, coming for their guns and looking to abolish the Second Amendment which I would like to believe that not all people on the left want to do that. But up till now, their message has really been all over the place, and there has not been one unifying message from the left. It's scattershot, to say the least. Some on the left will say, 
Let's ban assault rifles. So let's start there. That seems to be the big one, shall we? And please, oh please, put aside your partisan hats and your hatred for one another to let us discuss and listen to some of the things I'm going to talk about here today, okay? That's my last plea from you to act as adults and open-minded civil human beings, all right? So there are handguns, there are rifles, and there are shotguns. In the realm of guns, that's about it. There's no such thing as assault rifles, such as there's no such thing as assault handguns or assault shotguns, right? Now, before you lose your shit and already want to check out, just calm down and follow me for a minute. What have you got to lose, right? Assault rifles, as the media or the left would have you believe, are AR-15 and similar-looking rifles. You know, the military-style-looking rifles. These are semi-automatic rifles. What does that mean? Well, that means you have to pull the trigger each time you want to shoot a bullet. Fully automatic is pull the trigger and watch the bullets fly to your run of ammunition. Those are legal in America, period. There's no debate, there's no discussion on it. Fully automatic weapons are illegal. You can't buy them legally. There's idiots out there who modify them and make them that way, but that's illegal, okay? Other rifles are also semi-automatic. Handguns are semi-automatic. You must pull the trigger to fire one bullet. Even revolvers that way. Most shotguns are pump action, but I do believe there are some that could fire without being pumped, such as the JTS 12-gauge semi-automatic AK shotgun. Sounds intimidating, right? So assault rifles are not fully automatic. So let's just be clear here on that, okay? You cannot mow down a thousand people in a minute with a semi-automatic gun of any sort. Assault is an action. It is something that is done. Humans assault others. A human can assault you with a hammer. We don't call them assault hammers when someone bludgeons another human to death with it, right? For God's sake, you can assault someone with a fucking dodo. Again, we don't call them assault dildos when a person is smacked in the face over and over with one. I wish I had a video of that to insert right now because that'd be funny. Maybe I'll try to look for one. So let's stop being intellectually dishonest and call it what it is. A semi-automatic rifle, okay? The left and the media have done a good job defining this gun as an assault rifle, which just sounds scary and by the name alone, most people want to ban it. I know I would based on that and the way they are reporting the information on this gun, right? So let's call it by its name and move forward with honesty, at least on this topic, okay? You know, Las Vegas shooter brought up into the minds of everybody the bump stocks. I had never heard of them until that Las Vegas shooting. Once I did, like most people, I wondered what the hell would one ever need this for? A little research, my understanding, it was originally designed to help people in wheelchairs and similar disabilities shoot the gun. Okay, I could see that. But now we know it can be used for much greater harm, and I would agree there's no real need for it by hunters or people looking to protect themselves. For the most part, it makes the gun much harder to aim and hit a target. Yeah, you may be able to get off a bunch of rounds, but you're not going to be accurate. So on a show of good faith, I could see gun rights, uh, you know, pro-gun right people, agreeing to ban them. Of course, here's their fear. 
is once we begin to ban one thing, that slippery slope happens and more soon follows. It happens all the time in government, right? And that's what they don't want. So let's get back to rifles. A good deer rifle is a 30 6 It's actually more powerful than a 223 or a 308 Winchester that is fired from an AR-style rifle. So in that sense, a 30 6 could be more deadly than that of the AR style. Better range and aim as well. Some could say if the AR style is outlawed, then someone at some point would reason that it would dictate somewhere down the road, someone comes along and says, well, the 30-06 and the 30-30 are more powerful and deadlier than the 223 and the 308, and we outlaw them. So we should do the same to the guns that are more powerful than the ones we outlawed. Any gun more powerful than that AR style should be outlawed. See how some fear that could happen? Allow one to be banned, and it doesn't take long for people to cry out, others should be banned as well. And guess what? Let's just say, for argument's sake, all AR-style rifles were destroyed and gone from the face of the planet with a sweep of Harry Potter's... Not a broom, what's he got? A wand, right? We know that's impossible, but let's pretend, shall we? The next school shooter will then just use a 30-30 or a 30-06 or what other semi-automatic rifle there is for him to use. So then they ban those rifles. Then shooters begin using shotguns. So, you know what, they ban them. Then they use handguns. Hey, let's ban them. See, this is the slippery slope that guns right people are afraid of. Do we understand here? I hope you're still with me. So if you're watching and listening to this and see no problem with that, then it's time for you to admit to yourself and everyone else that you do wish all guns were banned and have that discussion. Stand on your beliefs and your principles. At least everyone will know what the real discussion is instead of you pretending or lying. It is something else, right? So if you want to have an honest discussion and debate, be honest with yourself first and with the people you are engaging in. Trust me, people can see through your lies and then they resent you and no longer trust you when you say you want an open and honest debate when the fact is you really don't. Millions upon millions of guns are legal in law-abiding citizens' hands. Guess what? They are not the ones to fear. Your neighbors, your family, your co-worker, your boss, all have guns and they don't shoot people or kill them. I have owned multiple guns and I've never killed anyone. I probably shouldn't even joke that. Oh, sometimes I think about it, right? You can't even joke about stuff like that anymore. Anyways, listen, we all agree it's sick in the head people who we just don't understand the rationale for doing what they do. How can we? We've never been insane or mentally unstable, so we can't wrap our heads around it. We can't wrap our heads around their thinking and what would cause them to do the shit that they fucking do. So first, we all need to agree that it is evil and sick people who do this, right? Agreed? I mean, it's kind of hard to debate it any other way, right? So not your everyday Joe is going to do something stupid like that. If a sick person uses a car to kill people, we don't get rid of cars. We focus on the mental health of that individual. If they use a hammer, we don't ban all hammers. We discuss the mental health and what drove them to do what they did. So for me, the mental health issue is the biggest thing here and really what we should be focused on. Now, we can't cure every mentally sick individual. 
it would be nice, but we just can't. So that's probably why people are going after guns instead. So what can we do then to make mentally handicapped or ill people not have guns? Have that discussion and that debate. It should begin there. And there are many good ideas on how to keep guns out of mentally ill people's hands. But once the solution to keeping the mentally ill from buying guns is figured out, how do you keep them from still gaining access to them? Sure, we may now have outlawed them and keep them from buying them and even owning them legally, but the sick and the evil always find ways around that, right? They could purchase one on the black market. They could steal one from a neighbor or a family member. They could buy one off a fucking Craigslist. There are numerous ways for a person to get hold of a gun. And again, we will never get rid of all guns. Even if we outlawed them and tried to destroy them all, it would never happen. One, the big one, criminals will never turn in their guns. They will hide them, right? Law-abiding citizens then, in response, will hide theirs. There will always be guns in America. To, to even try to propose any type of legislation to outlaw all guns in America would start another revolution. So yes, do all you can to limit the sick and evil from getting them, but no, it won't completely deter them from getting their hands on a gun if that's what they have in fucking mind. So then, of course, you have people like Timothy McVeigh. What if a sicko can't get a gun, so instead uses pipe bombs or fertilizer bombs or whatever else their sick minds can fucking come up with? How many times have we seen someone use a car or a truck to mow down dozens of people? While we're on this subject, here we got all these bombings going on in Austin. Right now, as I'm recording this, the guy just got caught today and was killed by his own bomb. You don't need guns to cause mayhem and destruction and to kill mass amounts of people. There are many other ways. So again, if all guns disappear today, the sick and the, and the insane, they will find other fucking ways to do it. Package bombs, truck bombs, pipe bombs, a bomb up their fucking ass. They'll figure it out. So again, my point is we should do all we can to limit these people's access to guns. But we must also understand they will find another way and to be prepared for that as well. Those who advocate protecting the Second Amendment, for the most part, are decent and rational human beings, and they are more than willing to help solve the problem of mass shootings. As long as, dot, 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 right? There's no overreach by those on the other side or the government. And that's the crux of it all, because the other side has said they want all guns to be illegal. Not all of them have said that, of course, but enough that gun rights activists don't believe them now when they say that's not what they want. Let's sit down and talk about gun control and we'll take that off the table. Nobody believes them. So we have to work on this. For those who blame guns and want them all eliminated, let's talk some facts, okay? Uncomfortable facts for you, but facts nonetheless. But first, let me point out some irony. The Orlando nightclub shooting, uh, the left and the media scream for gun control. Gabby Gifford gets shot and the left and the media scream for gun control. Columbine, Sandy Hook, and now Florida. They all call for gun control every time. But then when a wacko shoots up a baseball field of Republicans, they don't say a word. Why? It's kind of funny and odd that they still didn't continue to cry for gun control then when it was a bunch of Republicans who got shot. Anyways, listen... Also, every one of those shooters and other mass shooting perpetrators have been left-leaning and or Democrat. 
I'm not lying. Look it up. They've, they're either left-leaning, Democrat, atheist, or Muslim. So far, the only one with no real proven ties to anything is this Las Vegas shooter. And we don't know what happened to him. We don't know what caused him to do what he does. There's nothing that the government's given us so far. And, and again, what's going on with that investigation? That is what people should be screaming for, right? About how does that disappear from our minds? Just three weeks after the shooting in Vegas, it's just all gone. And we moved on to the next subject. Some facts on gun control. Chicago, Detroit, Washington, D.C. Cities with strict gun laws, the strictest in the country, have the highest amount of shootings and death by guns than anywhere else in the country. So banning guns and keeping them from law-abiding citizens while the criminals still have theirs does not seem to be the right answer. Chicago's everyone's whipping boy, so let us use their numbers because they're easy to find and verify. In 2015, there were 485 murders in Chicago. In 2016, it jumped to 764 murders. That's a big jump. Chicago is an outlier with respect to total homicides, but not homicide rates per capita. Chicago has more homicides than any other U.S. city because of its size combined with its higher homicide rate per capita relative to that of other largest cities in the country. But compared to all the cities in the U.S., Chicago's homicide rate per 100,000 residents is about in the middle of the pack. Even after its recent increase, Chicago's homicide rate remains lower than that of smaller cities like Detroit, New Orleans, or St. Louis. Here's where it gets kind of interesting, right? In 2015, 88% of the murders were done with a gun. In 2016, 90% of murders were done with a gun. Homicide per thousand. Here's some big cities and what their homicide rates are per thousand. Chicago, 25 per thousand. Philadelphia, 14.7. Houston, 10.6. LA, 5.3. New York, 2.3. In Chicago, the numbers break down as follow. Gun homicide, 61%. A shooting, 43%. Gun robbery, 23%. Non-gun homicide, 31%. Non-gun violent, 10 Out of all those shootings and robberies and so forth, guess what the top three calibers of guns were? 9mm, 40 caliber, and 22 caliber. These are all handguns, people, not rifles, or some might even say assault rifles, but handguns. So you see, semi-automatic rifles are not the issue. But the media and the anti-gun activists will tell you differently. Why is that? Because the AR-style you know, assault rifles, quote-unquote, are scarier looking, and mass shooting gets all the attention. It's sexy, and it drives the narrative. For if they can ban these rifles, then it will be a matter of time before they can turn their sights, pun not intended, to handguns. This is all driven on the desire to ban all guns. And the pro-guns crowd knows it, and that is why they fight to protect it so hard. And honestly, handguns are the bigger problem and need to be discussed. Why so many handgun deaths in Chicago? Well, this report, the study, goes on to say, African Americans continue to be overrepresented among the Chicago's homicide victims. Although African Americans comprise about one-third of the city's population, that's 33%, They made up almost 80% of the homicide victims in both 2015 and 16. 
This phenomenon is even more acute among African men aged 15 to 34 who made up over half of the city's homicide victims, despite only accounting for just 4% of the city's population. In contrast, this study goes on to say, whites comprise about one-third of the city's population, but make up approximately 5% of its homicide victims. Okay? Plain and simple, these murders and shootings are taking place in drug and gang-infested neighborhoods, low-income neighborhoods. So if we're going to discuss handguns, we need to discuss who's using them and why. And it's criminals, plain and simple. We already have laws on the books for criminals, felons mostly, not to own a gun. But since when do criminals obey laws to begin with? So what do we do about that? Most homicide victims had prior contact with the criminal justice system. Around 80% of Chicago's homicide victims in 2015 and 2016 had at least one prior arrest. That's 80%. Almost 40% had a prior violent crime arrest. And almost 30% had a prior gun arrest. Nearly 40% of the victims had more than 10 prior arrests. 10 prior arrests, 40%. 77% of the murders took place in the street or an alley. That's 77% of the murders in an alley. What type of shit is going on in an alley that fools are getting murdered hand over fist for? Listen, let's not play coy, people. All right, let's, let's don't plead ignorance. Based just on Chicago's numbers, extrapolate that out to the country, and 90% of all murders are then drug and gang related. But the left and the media want to scream that guns are the problem. Again, the pro-gun folks know this, and they don't buy into it when you say you want to just protect the children. They say, well, what are you doing for the children of Chicago or Detroit or St. Louis? You're not doing anything to curtail the gun violence in those cities. When was Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton or Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, Bernie Sanders, or you name any one of them, when did any of them get on TV or go to Chicago and suggest solutions to the problem plaguing those cities and their citizens with gun violence. It's the hypocrisy that drives people mad. It's the way the left and the media take advantage of a crisis or a tragedy to push their agenda. Because it is only in that moment when panic has hit and you know the TV's blaring with all the horrific details that rationale is not commonplace that people will listen to their ideas, the left, on banning guns and such. But after the dust settles and some more reporting has taken place and cooler heads prevail and people think through all the options that the left slash media have given them, that's when they lose their ground that they gained during the, the chaos on any of these subjects. Why? Again, they're not honest about it and people see through that. Funny thought, no one blames a gun when a cop shoots someone. Just let that sink in. How many times... Do we have a mass shooting, and before any facts are known, you got the media saying, it's a right-wing conspiracy guy, it's a, a Christian conservative guy, it's, you know, it's a make America great again guy, or, or whatever. And then they have to backtrack it, 
uh, or they find a guy on Facebook who has the same name and has a profile that's you know leans to the right or Republican, and the news then hits this guy with that, and everybody then starts attacking him, and he's like, dude, fuck, I, it's not me. That guy, you know, I live in Boise, Idaho, for God's sakes. I don't know what the hell's going on. That's what pisses people off about this whole gun debate thing, is the left and the media are so quick to point fingers and point blame at the right and at gun people. They're hoping they finally got that one fucking piece that they need to just nail it to them. But all these mass shootings so far, they've never had that. Because most people on the right, they're some crazy fucks, don't get me wrong, but they're rational thinking people. They get pissed off, they just turn the channel. They get pissed off they don't go see a Sean Penn movie. They get pissed off they don't buy a Madonna fucking CD. They don't go fucking kill somebody. People on the left don't like something. They don't like guns. Let's fucking ban them. They don't like fucking meat. They think you should be a vegan. Let's ban the fucking meat, right? Um, They don't like whatever. They always look to ban it or restrict it or keep you from enjoying it. It's fucking crazy. There's no reason if you dislike something... For you to attack it and want to get rid of it. Again, a conservative watches TV and there's a TV show that he doesn't agree with. He turns the fucking channel. He doesn't ask that ABC stop fucking playing it or some bullshit, right? Listen, I talk to a lot of gun owners and like most people, they're horrified when a mass shooting happens and they're sickened to their stomach by it, okay? And then they immediately say something along the lines of, well, that shit wouldn't happen here. We're packing. Which makes you laugh a little bit at their bravado, right? But then you realize it isn't bravado. It's the truth. It's the way they feel. The same people who rushed into hurricanes with their own boats to rescue people are the same people who would run into a school shooting and try to stop it with their own guns. Just look at the school shooting that just happened there in Washington. The kid went to go shoot like his ex-girlfriend or something did, by the way. And then the school resource officer was there and shot him dead. Didn't happen in Florida because you had a fucking pussy running around there. That guy will be dealt with, I'm sure. But most people are going to run in and handle that situation. Listen, they're not bloodthirsty vigilantes, but they're what everyone in America strives to be. Honest, courageous, and caring people. And when the time strikes, they'll answer the call, right? But they're laughed at and they're chastised because of the truck they drive or the jeans they wear or the way they talk. But know this. If I'm in an active shooter environment and I'm hiding in a building and I look outside and I see two guys, both of them are getting a gun out of their vehicle and one's in a suit and the other one is in jeans and a flannel and a trucker hat, you better bet your ass I hope the trucker hat guy gets the gun and comes save my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of being a facetious, judgmental asshole right now. I'm a little bit stereotypical. As we know, the guy in the suit could be just as or even more courageous as the trucker hat guy. Still, if my life is on the line, I'm betting on the trucker hat guy. Everyone wants the government to ban guns, make stricter laws, and yada, yada, yada. Listen, there were plenty of laws on the books in Florida when the shooter entered that school. It made no difference. Rely on the government to keep you safe? How many times did the government fail to keep anyone safe in this particular situation how many points of failure were there that led up to this cruise kid doing all the shit right multiple calls to the police over this cruise kid nothing done to prevent it multiple calls to the local fbi office over this cruise kid nothing done to prevent it 
multiple calls and complaints to the school and other organizations. Hell, even YouTube was warned of this Cruz kid. Still, no one intervened. The lady, Cruz's mom had died, and her best friend took the two boys in. She ended up kicking the boy out because of his guns. She notified people of the situation. Nobody did a fucking thing. Listen, the system failed, and you want to give that system more power? The police, listen, police act courageously every fucking day. And doing and seeing shit that, listen, we can never comprehend, nor would we even want to. But that day, even the police failed. Multiple officers, but one in particular, did not go in when the shooting was happening. Miscommunication, whatever they want to blame it on, right? The system still fucking failed. So you can't always rely on the police or law enforcement to save your ass all the time. You have to rely on yourself and others around you. Trump and others have brought up guns in the classroom to help curtail these events from happening. And it's a fucking laugh-a-thon watching these fucking media elitists and Hollywood fucktards fall over themselves, right? They try to oversimplify this to make it sound as dumb and irresponsible as possible, which is irresponsible on their fucking part. No one is suggesting give Miss Henderson and Home Economics an Uzi to keep next to her sewing machine to protect the class, you dumb fucks. Though, that's how CNN, MSNBC, uh, Jim Carrey, uh, and whoever else you fucking want to throw in there tries to paint it, right? It's so offensive and intellectually dishonest, it's sickening. The real thought slash proposal is in each school, in most schools anyways, there's already individuals who are proficient with guns, right? They're either ex-military or police. There are already gun owners who are familiar with guns and gun safety, uh, who also happen to be teachers, whether they're hunters or whatever. Create a class that teaches, I don't know, six to 10 teachers slash staff how to behave and deal with an active shooter on campus. Number one priority of that class would be how to get the kids to safety, right? But if encountered by the shooter, then here's what you do next. Give a federally mandated class to these people and train them, bump their pay, have them take yearly recertification tests, stay licensed in that state or school district or whatever. I bet your sweet ass Miss Henderson and Home Economics will feel better knowing the football coach and the principal are packing and can respond immediately to an active shooter situation. You know, teachers, if they don't want to be part of that program, they don't have to fucking be part of that program. No fucking problem. But I guarantee you, they would want somebody in the fucking school with a gun. So let's just cut the bullshit. You don't like that idea? Okay, then discuss it. Eloquently, give your side of why it's no good and it should not happen. Then hear and listen to reasons it should. And most importantly, both sides listen with an open mind and find a solution. Instead of fucking tweeting out, Trump's a fucking idiot for coming up with this proposal. You know, Judd Apatow, fucking whoever fucking else. Jim Carrey, all you fucking idiots. Don't just fucking slam shit. Come up with your own fucking solutions, you fucking dickheads. I keep hearing about gun show loopholes as well, right? Have you heard this? Oh, the gun show loophole. We got to get that fixed. Let me ask you, can we really fix the gun show loophole if the gun show loophole doesn't actually exist? Yeah, I said it fucking right. Listen to this. I have bought guns at a gun show. They do an instant FBI background right then and there. I have also bought online through gun stores online, right? They send the gun to a gun store near me where the gun store then runs a background check when I get there to buy the fucking gun. So shut the fuck up with the lies of gun show loopholes, fucking idiots. Again, it's so intellectually dishonest. Listen, I graduated high school in 1989. Yeah, I'm fucking old, what of it. 
When I went to school, kids actually drove trucks to school with guns in the back windows. Not all, obviously. They're not a bunch of fucking dumbasses, rednecks running around everywhere, but some did. No school shootings took place then with guns already on school properties, right? So what has changed in that time period? Listen, we know it's us, right? It's humans, our society today, the way we raise kids, what we allow them to watch, ignoring warning signs, putting them on too much riddling or not enough riddling, uh, riddling, how the fuck you pronounce it, uh, or not putting them on anything at all. No psychiatric help to help those in need. So many issues, you know, fathers not being in the houses, moms being druggies and prostitutes, daddy being abusive, what the fuck ever. These shootings didn't happen, you know, 30 years ago, but they do fucking now. Why? Everyone also always points to other countries' gun laws and how much safer they are. So let's discuss that for a bit and shatter that fucking illusion too, shall we? In the USA, murders in the US are very concentrated. This is from a research article. 54% of US counties in 2014 had zero murders. 2% of the counties had 51% of the murders, this study shows. Two counties had 51%. The study shows how murders in the United States are heavily concentrated in very small areas. Think fucking Chicago, for instance, okay? Few appreciate how much of the US has no murders each year. Murder isn't a nationwide problem. It's a problem in a very small set of urban areas, and any solution must reduce those murders. You know, in Canada, rifles and shotguns are relatively easy to obtain, while handguns and some semi-automatic rifles are restricted. Uh, with respect to the Criminal Law Amendment Act, a gun control law that was passed in Canada in 1977, some studies have found that it was ineffective at reducing homicide or robbery rates. One study even found that the law may have actually increased robberies involving firearms. That's per Wikipedia. That's not my dumbass spewing shit. A 2012 study looked at gun control laws passed in Canada from 1974 to 2008 and found no evidence that these laws had a beneficial effect on firearm homicide rates in that country. According to the study, other factors found to be associated with homicide rates were the median age of the people, unemployment, immigration rates, percentage of population in low income bracket, um, you know, income equ uh, equality, uh, actually it's called the index of income equality, my apologies, uh, population per police officer, and incarceration rate. Again, that's per Wikipedia. You know, that's not me throwing out some crazy shit. Schools are safer today than in the 1990s. Researchers at Northeastern University say mass school shootings are extremely rare that shootings involving students have been declining since the 1990s, and four times as many children were killed in schools in the early 90s than today. There is not an epidemic of school shootings, said James Allen Fox, the Littman family professor of criminology, law, and public policy at Northeastern. He said more children die each year from pool drownings or bicycle accidents. Let's outlaw pools and bicycles. No, that would be silly, right? There are around 55 million school children in the U.S., the study said. And over the past 25 years, about 10 students on average per year were killed by gunfire at a school. 10 a year for 25 fucking years with 55 million kids per year. It's fucking infantile, these fucking numbers. They're, they're minuscule. All right. International homicides. 
per country, the ranking. You ready? This is international homicides by the country, and we're going to rank them for you. You ready? Here we fucking go. Number one, El Salvador. Interesting. Number two, Iraq. Eh, kind of see that. Number three, Honduras. Number four, Venezuela. Number five, Jamaica. There's like three Caribbean-type countries in a row right there. Number three, four, and five. That's interesting. Okay. Um, number seven. Wow, guess what? We're kind of continuing that Caribbean theme there with Belize, South America. Central America, I apologize. Um, number eight is South Africa. Number nine. Here's another shocker. St. Kitts and Nevis. Number 10, Guatemala. Number 11, Trinidad and Tobago. What's that, like 60% in the top 11? Actually, now top 12 because the Bahamas. Uh, 60% of them are in Central America in the Caribbean area. That's fucking insane. Number 13 takes us to South America with Brazil. Uh, number 14 is Colombia. Number 15, we're back up into the Caribbean again with uh, Vincent and... Uh, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Number 16, wow, St. Lucia. Um, number 17 is Tuvalu. I think that is a uh, Samoan island. Uh, number 18 is Guana. Or it's Gu It's not Guana. It's G-U-Y-A-N-A. -A, Guyana. How about Guyana? We'll go with that. Uh, number 19 is the Dominican Republic. And number 20 is Nambia, which is over in Africa. United States, guess where they're at? Number fucking 83, okay? Wikipedia had us at number 92. So murder still takes place in great numbers, and you don't always have to use a fucking gun. Look at this fucking jackass in Austin blowing people up with fucking packages and shit, right? France had more mass shootings in 2015 than the USA did the entire eight years Obama was in office. USA... January 2009 to January 2017. 527 people killed and wounded in mass shooting. That's an eight-year period in the USA. France, January 2015 through December 2015, 12 months, 532 people killed and wounded. So five more people were killed and wounded in France in one fucking year than the USA in eight. The frequency of mass public shootings comparing European countries to the US and Canada from 2009 to 2015. You ready? Here we fucking go. Number one, Macedonia. I actually had somebody from uh, Macedonia stay with my with me at my Airbnb place. Number two, Albania. Number three, Serbia. Switzerland is number four. Fucking Switzerland? Are you kidding me? Number five, Norway. What? Switzerland, Switzerland and Norway are ahead of the United States? Fucking crazy. Number six, Slovakia. Number seven, Finland. Another what the fuck. Eight, Belgium. Kind of a what the fuck. Nine, Austria. Ten, Czech Republic. Number 11, France. We already know they're ahead of the USA, right? And number 12, USA. Guess who's right behind us? So don't get too cocky, Canada. 13, that's where you're at. 14 is the Netherlands. 15 is Italy. 16 is England. 17 is Russia. And Germany comes in at 18. So listen, we don't even lead the pack in mass shootings. Not even fucking close. But we are led to believe that we do and that we're by far the fucking worst at it, right? And it's just simply not the case. The media and the left drive the narrative on this shit. And it's a fucking lie. So please, everyone, can we just lay our arms down? Okay, <sighs> pun was intended on that one. And calmly and rationally talk about guns in America and what we can and what we should do, as well as what we shouldn't do. Okay? Listen, 
To all those who scream and preach that the USA and the Republicans and the people on the right want people to die and the NRA is more concerned with money than lives, just cut the shit on that whole fucking thing. A couple quick things before I bounce out of here. I'm really shocked that the Caribbean had, what, eight islands in the top 20 um, for high murder rates. That's some scary fucking shit. Number two. This Austin thing, it's going on, like I said, right now as we speak. This morning, the guy was, you know, caught, if you will, and he blew himself up in his car after he ran into a ditch. All these mass shootings up till now have been left-leaning people, right? Uh, The Pulse nightclub shooter, the Sandy Hook shooter, um, the Fort Hood shooting, that uh, shooting in California with the Muslim on the golf course or the golf club or whatever it was. Uh, you know, Gabby Giffords, uh, the guy who shot up all the Republicans at the baseball field. They've all been kind of left-leaning. But now we've got this guy um, who starts blowing up packages in and around Austin. And for once, I'm, I'm afraid this guy is going to be right-leaning. Let me explain why. Because um, we've all been talking about this whole mass shooting bullshit and how they want to outlaw guns. And me and other people have been saying, you don't need a fucking gun to kill a large amount of fucking people. You can you know, use a, a, a truck to run over a fucking shit ton of people, which happens all the time. You can do, go like Timothy McVeigh and blow up a fucking building or some shit. I think this fucking guy was sick of this whole gun debate bullshit. I think he was mentally ill. And I think he set out to prove that you can kill people without using a gun. And so he devised this plot to blow up these fucking packages. I don't know if that's true or not. It's my theory. And it's based just really on no facts, just kind of a gut feeling that when all this comes out, this may be the first right-leaning guy who has perpetrated some acts of terrorism and and trying to cause mass uh, casualties and so forth. I hope I'm wrong. Um, what I hope is that it never even fucking happened. I wish that had never happened. It did. So obviously we're going to have to try and figure out why the fuck it happened and what was wrong with this fucking guy. Um, but my fear is that he is going to be right-leaning and he snapped over all this talk about mass gun shootings and he was out to make a fucking point. So we'll see if that ends up being the case. Anyways, regardless, we're going to uh, let you get out of here. I want to thank you again for checking in to episode 16 of Cut the Shit. Uh, please visit www.cuttheshitalready.com. There you will find videos of this podcast and the audio of this podcast. Um, I've been meaning to insert links onto the oddities page uh, that I refer to in all these podcasts, and I haven't got it done yet. I'm busy with a bunch of other things. I apologize. I'll try to get that done as soon as possible. Um, you can also you know, find us on YouTube at Cut the Shit uh, Podcast. So, again, thank you for joining us. And as Ron Burgundy says, stay classy. And until next time, guys, thanks.